0: Tom Knipp, his attorney, kind enough on his way to court to call in this morning. Tommy, good morning, buddy. How are you?
1: Good morning, Sid, brother. Let me just say I hope D.A. Bragg isn't listening or else we might both wind up getting great. I know that's the issue.
0: Is. You know, it's funny <laughs> b- because two of my <laughs> best friends are you and Joe Tacopina. Tacopina had the Trump case in front of Bragg. You've got this case in front of Bragg. So you would think that I would control myself, but I just can't. I, I mean, I, I really despise the guy for what he does. He he There's just, there's there's no legal basis to the majority of his decisions. It's just, it's unfair. It's not American. It's unconstitutional. Daniel Penny saved people's lives that day. What is he doing in court today?
1: Uh, Yeah, absolutely. The the case should have never been presented to a grand jury. And, of course, once you make the decision to put it in front of a grand jury, uh, you know, it becomes a fait accompli because if I pointed out many times on your show and others that, that I mean, the standard of, of proof in a grand jury is it's is a sham. Uh, you know, uh, it's reasonable cause. It's less than a police officer needs to, to issue a summons or make an arrest on the street. So here we are. Um, and, we're, you know, we're going to court this morning. Um, we've, uh, Steve Razor and I, spent countless legal hours doing very robust motions to try and get the judge to dismiss this indictment. Uh, you know, we, we don't have any delusions because just just as it's a very low jury the court the judge really his hands are tied he has to follow that same low standard but you know look if we think if there's ever a case where we put the ball in play we think it's this one
0: so where did we leave off though because you know for a couple of weeks there over the summer this was the hottest story you go on my show then you go on john's show you and i talked uh i don't know three or four times a week and then it's been a while since folks have heard you know i know daniel came out with that video a couple of months ago and. You know, talked about himself and what he did that day, but it's been quiet. So where did we leave this thing off last time?
1: Yeah, you know, it's a point that I often get when I when I speak with folks. You know, hey, what's going on with the case and all that? What I try to tell people is, look, you know, we're conditioned from you know our you know first of all our our instant you know access gratification society and and legal dramas and so forth to think you know well legal cases you know get wrapped up in a matter of months, but in the reality is. You know, for all the moments in court where there's news cameras and television coverage and and, and, and news coverage and so forth, you know, there, there's weeks, often months, of doing the legal drudgery, doing motion practice, doing, you know, all the things that are involved in, you know, unfortunately getting the case to trial where it looks like, this, which it looks like this case is probably going. So today is a significant day procedurally because at least we'll get the judge to rule on the motions. And even though, as I said, you know, judges typically don't dismiss indictments. It's rarer than diamonds. You know, we have some very good issues preserved for appeal. I don't think we'll ever need them because I think we're going to knock this case out of trial um, and and justice will be done. But, you know, it takes a while to get there. But I think at this point we'd probably be tracking a trial sometime in the very late spring, early summer.
0: Wow, this is Tom Knipp once again, American patriot hero. Just one of the best people you'll ever meet. And uh, he happens to be Daniel Penny's attorney, Penny back in court today. So, okay, see, you, you've done all the work you need to, but these judges are biased, and then on top of that, like you said, it's very hard to get an indictment dismissed here in New York, so odds are you're going to trial, and you just said you expect that to start sometime in the late spring, and of course at that point you'll you'll bring back witnesses, I imagine, right, like the lady on the train, the black lady who said he saved my life, the black man who helped restrain Jordan Neely that day, and heck, maybe even Daniel Penny. I don't know if he's been on the stand uh, earlier in these in this case but is that a possibility down the road
1: yeah it's, it's always a possibility i i think that you know we, we are fortunate to have a great client look when i say great you know it, it's not about making this guy out to be a hero um you know but but you know an individual who did the right thing. You know, I mean, you know, history talks about, scripture talks about, you know, the worst evils in history are committed by the people who do nothing, who just stand by. And this is someone who did the opposite of that, who saw uh, saw a situation where someone was threatening people, putting literally the, the fear of death. I mean, I am.
0: Whoa, 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 whoa. What, no what are you talking about? Wasn't he? Wait wait wait, 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 Tom, wasn't he just standing in the corner dancing to Michael Jackson's thriller? Wasn't he doing
1: that? Well, Sid, I, I have a, I have about 12 witnesses that were on the subway car that testified under oath in the grand jury that would disagree with you on that. Um, you know, I mean, Steve Razor and I, you know, discovery trickles out in this case, you know, in any case. And in this case, I mean, the Manhattan DA's office, but they, they have been professional and they, they've gotten us our discovery and so forth. And when we got, when we started going through, it was about 550 pages of grand jury minutes, we, we knew there'd be favorable information in there, but we had no idea that it would be, you know, this uh, favorable, this one-sided in favor of our client. We're sitting across a conference table reading through this stuff, and we're, we're looking at each other like, did, this, did they really put this case into the grand jury? Because it is so overwhelming. I mean, you know, some of the words you the adjectives used to describe nearly again, by, by the grand jury witnesses were on the subway car. You satanic thought I was going to die. Put my hand on my friend's chest. Two high school girls started praying that doors would open so that we wouldn't die in the subway. Yeah, so,
0: so with all this that, said, so with all this said, even though as you mentioned, it's it almost never happens where they dismiss an indictment grand jury. Uh, with all what you just said, but that type of testimony from white people and black people, mind you, because I have to keep mentioning black people because Al Sharpton and, to a certain extent, the political leaders in the city made about race. Uh, with all that said, w- w- maybe there is a possibility. Maybe that they they just dismiss this, or no? I mean, with all that it, said. It,
1: it, I mean, we you know we did we you know we we don't you know Razor and I don't engage in fools errands. I mean, we wouldn't have spent the time we did doing these motions if we didn't think we had robust legal arguments, and we do, regardless of whether you know the, the judge uh, you know takes that extraordinary step or not. But but sure, you know, if there was ever a case where um, someone you know in in a position of of uh, the judge's position in this case could could look at this and say, hey, you know, what is this? Uh, or at least, you know, there's two charges in the, in the indictment. There's there's a a, a a reckless manslaughter and there's criminally negligent homicide. I, I don't think that there's proof of either in this case. But certainly, you know, if you look at the higher charge, the manslaughter, the DA will have to prove at trial that Danny understood, perceived the risk of death. And consciously disregarded it there right. is no way in my legal opinion right. that you could ever get to that on the evidence in this case so you know let's see what happens in the court you never know
0: last one tom uh, has danny's life changed if it has how if at all i mean so many of these cases where somebody's accused of doing something and especially when the word race unfairly as it is gets sprinkled in some of these folks become ostracized they get threatened and he's a tough guy. I know what? he's a Marine, tough guy. He's proven that already. But even the toughest every once in a while going to hit their knees, how has Danny's life changed, if at all?
1: Well, look, I mean, you know, it would be trite to say that his life hasn't changed, right? I mean, no one would ever want to be in a position um, where they're accused of anything, let alone something like this. I mean, no matter how uh, strong of a case we have, no matter how robust of a defense, uh, you know, we'll put on and we will, you know that that is a that is an emotionally, me, mentally, life-changing, uh, taxing situation for anyone. However, um, you know if there was anyone who ever had the metal to you know handle something like this, keep his head up, you know, walk with grace, it, it's our client. I mean, you know, Razor and I marvel at him all the time because he just you know takes it all in stride. He lets us do our job. He doesn't try to micromanage. Um, you know, he, he, he's engaged when he has to be engaged, but, he, but, he, but he's taken incredibly well. He just uh, recently, uh, you know, he's, he, he was a college student when this happened. He's pursuing his degree in architecture, still is, recently transferred to a, a another but very prestigious architectural program. Wow. Um, I'm not going to say which one because I don't want right. to you know, express right. them unnecessarily. Uh, but, you know, he's going on with his studies and he's living his life. Um, and, and, you know, it, it's something to watch. It really is.
0: Well, that's great to hear. It really is. And I know you have a very, very busy day today. Like you said, it's been months of drudgery. But here come the cameras again. I know you look good. You're a handsome guy. You went, Steve, Tom. So, you know, mug for the cameras. And um, and um good luck, uh, seriously, in court today. And you're a tremendous guy, a terrific person, a great attorney. And I know Danny's a good guy, too. So I wish you and Steve the best of luck. And we'll talk again very, very soon. Tom Kadiff, thank you, buddy. Uh, we always appreciate your support, Said It means everything to us. It really does. I know you're sincere when you say that, so thank you, and I love you guys too. That's, uh, my good buddy Tom Knit. <laughs> you, you believe, do you believe that guy lost to Alvin Bragg? I mean, do you believe that? Do you hear how brilliant he is? He's brilliant. And he served the country. And you voted for Alvin Bragg. You deserve it.